30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. It sure is. Come on in. I've thrown the doors wide open. You are welcome at my house. We throw the doors wide open and we clear the phone lines. If you'd like to join the conversation, just simply dial one 767 We come in every Saturday morning to be you, the Arizona homeowner's weekend wake-up call. We are your happy place, and we're here for you to answer any question you might have about home improvement, home remodeling, or home repair or additions. The lines are open. We've cleared all the lines. one 767 It's our goal in everything we do here, the entire team at Rosie on the House. It's our goal to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We do that by showing up every Saturday morning for the broadcast and answer your questions live. We do that by hosting a website, rosyonthehouse.com. And on the rosyonthehouse.com, that really is like an encyclopedia for Arizona home ownership. In the 30 years we've been on air, we have cataloged and captured virtually every question Arizona homeowners had asked us. We posted the appropriate answer right along with it. So it's simply going into the website and going into the search engine and typing in water heaters, and you'll learn everything you've ever wanted to know about water heaters. The search engine will pull up every question that's ever been asked on that topic, every answer that's ever been given, whether it was live on air or in one of our newspaper articles or in our blog or any one of the other different written formats that we participate in. So you could even see uh, uh, some television and some video footage on certain particular topics as well. So that is a free resource for Arizona homeowners statewide. Just like the radio broadcast is statewide, you don't call the station you're listening to us on. You call the toll-free number. My wife, Sweet Jennifer, is in the call screener's booth. She'll take your call. She'll get your name, where you're calling from, and what your question is. 1-888-767-4348. Lots of questions, of course, this time of year revolve around air conditioning and air filtration and indoor air quality and electric utility bills. We have to monitor those and coach all of you through how you might best be able to stay comfortable at the lowest possible uh, expense. Uh, We do a lot of that. We do a lot of uh, comparing estimates for people. As to, I've got a quote for this and a quote for that, and can you help me think through it? And let me help you try and teach you the right questions to ask, regardless of what it is you're trying to get done around the house. We've been doing this here in Arizona for almost 50 years, so we've got a little bit of experience of helping our neighbors and helping you. We've built and remodeled in Flagstaff and Wikiup in Ehrenberg in Wickenburg, 
course, throughout the Phoenix metro area, in Tucson, in Springerville, Eager, Sholo. So there's hardly a corner of the state that we haven't been involved in. And if you call us, let us know what your question is. And we don't confidently have the information within our own little craniums to answer your question. Chances are we know a contractor in your neighborhood. That's the other thing you can find at the website, rosieonthehouse.com, is a referral directory. And we're very fortunate that just this past week, we were recognized in Tucson as a favorite of the home service directories available down there. It's rosieonthehouse.com. We're the tightest screen directory. And uh, we're very proud of all the folks that managed to make it into that directory and hold up the standard that we demand. So congratulations to all the folks in the Tucson directory that have worked hard to earn that reputation. Appreciate it. You can also text to 411-923 or if you haven't uh, something you need to snap a picture and send us to help describe what it is you're trying to work on. You can email that to info at rosieonthehouse.com. That helps a lot. You know, that's something we didn't have when we first started this show. We first Phones started that could take a picture and that's right. We email had instantly. People would people would call the phone engineer and then they would write the question on a sticky note, and the kids would run the sticky note into the broadcast booth for me, and that's who I knew was on line one, two, or three. But anymore now, as Romy says, you can take a picture of what it is you're trying to fight. Romy brings it up on the computer screen. We take a look at it, and, boy, that adds a whole other dimension to this uh, 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 layers of information that we can share. That's all at rosieonthehouse.com is where you get started. We have a number of uh, interesting things that have come through. Uh, So our weekly newsletter goes out on Thursday, gives you a little bit of preview about what we'll cover on Saturday's broadcast, the lineup the guests will have in. This is our third hour of the broadcast, our 9 o'clock hour. It's our open line hour. For any question, we make it the listener's hour. And on top of uh, that, then we'll go into our 10 o'clock hour next hour. We've got a new format we're following this year. We've got a home maintenance calendar that you can ask for, and we'll send it straight to your door at rosieonthehouse.com. Just let us know where you'd like it sent, and we'll put it, we put it, we do one mail a month. So at the end of the month, everyone that had requested for August, you know, we got all of August's out on Friday. And we'll be sending, and if you've requested one, you will get 2019's calendar about mid-November until you ask to stop receiving it. And each month, we focus on one area of your home. So we're now in September, and we're talking landscaping. And yes, we do cover a lot of landscaping in the 8 o'clock hour. All year long. But that's more caller-based driven. We'll have a tip. We'll have a couple uh, things you need to know about whatever in your landscape garden orchard as it relates to that time of year uh we're now into labor day weekend so it's a fertilize your citrus weekend one of the three times uh a year that we recommend doing that uh if if you're on a granular application well this month where we're talking about landscaping in our 10 o'clock hour we'll be diving into the engineering, the design phase, the architecture phase, the different 
uh, features that are available, incorporating uh, maybe a pond into it. We'll be talking oh, artificial yeah. turf. We'll yes. Be, we'll be talking about uh, uh, that we'll finish the, the month out with desert landscaping from Desert Foothills Landscape, making that real Sonoran look in your uh, in, on your own home property. But this hour, coming up next hour, we're going to have about eight different places to go look at before you start picking your plants. Incredible landscapes from around the state. So that'll be coming up in our 10 o'clock hour. And we've got a couple guests, one from Flag, one from Tucson, uh, from the different sites we've picked. And you can get that article uh, in our weekly. It was in our newsletter that went out on Thursday. And we've actually ha- added some additional sites since that went out. And uh, it's going to be a fun hour. And we've got some suggestions on where you can go for different road trips to see different uh, different landscapes just out your window as you're driving. Make sure you have your camera. You see a plant you like, stop, snap a picture. And lots of get out and walk around locations as well. So that's in the 10 o'clock hour. But this hour's for you. If you've ever tried to get into the show and only gotten a busy signal, we clear the lines in the 9 o'clock hour. You dial one 767 Find out where you're calling from, what your question is, and we'll get to it as quick as we can. We have a lot of questions that come in all during the week through the Internet as well that we've got to try and answer. The phone rings at the office all week long and questions. A lot of the questions that we're seeing right now are a lot of people are now in finishing the summer now contemplating, okay, what what can I get done for the holidays? What project has kind of been on my mind completing that maybe the holidays are creating a sense of urgency to get it done? Well, I'll tell you what. I've polled the Rosie on the House uh, remodelers and partners statewide. I'll tell you, it may be a little bit harder this year to get it done by the holidays than it is normally because everybody is so backed up. We're operating in the home services and remodeling industry right now at a pace that even exceeds the pace that we were holding back in 2006, which was the highest pace spending by Americans on home improvement ever recorded. Well, we are now at that pace with 30% fewer people working in the industry. So we are we are maxed to the max right now. So if you're contemplating getting a kitchen remodel done or a bathroom remodel done, you can phone in here and we can talk you through how we generally set those budgets so that you can have a realistic expectation of what can get done for how much money. And we can realistically talk about what the time frame on that can be. So the number is one 767 4348 Text 411-923 or email info at com. And I want to talk to you all right now about a great event going on this weekend brought to you by Sanderson Ford. 
It's the Labor Day sales event. It's time to get the big incentives on over 1,500 new Fords. Purchase a new 2018 F-150 Super Crew truck and get 0% financing for five years plus up to 4,800 cash back. Get 0% financing for a full six years plus 1,000 cash back on Escape, Explorer, and Edge. But hurry, it all ends Labor Day and Sanderson Ford will be closed on Sunday. Buy now and enjoy your new Ford in Cave Creek this Sunday for a Labor Day fireworks extravaganza presented by Sanderson Ford and Sanderson Lincoln. Bring the family and celebrate in the all-new Sanderson Ford Pavilion at the Buffalo Chip Saloon, Harold's Corral, the Roadhouse, or the Horny Toad. Admissions free on a first-come, first-served basis. Fireworks will start at sundown. This is Sanderson Ford Country. Back to my house at Rosie on the House. It's your weekend wake-up call. It's your weekend happy place. It's every place you, we want you to come before you even think about touching your house, home, castle, or cabin. It started as a simple radio show 30 years ago on a double dog dare. Somebody double dog dared me. I'd never show up at the station and go on air and start answering questions. And here we are 30 years later. We've got the radio show. We've got the newspaper articles we write all across the state. We've got the website. And we've got my son, Romy, that's introducing all new levels of participation in the website and the digital age. Romy, why don't you talk people through everything you've introduced and brought into the world of Rosie on the House? Well, the first one is, has been a lot of fun, the our e-commerce store, where for years we always had people that would come to us. I've invented this. I've got this new product. I make this out of my garage. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And it was always such a, a difficult task to complete that cycle to somebody listening to it, thinking, oh, yeah, I, I, I would use that tool or I want that product or where do I find it? Because many of these, like I had mentioned, are, are startups and it's not something that you could go find at... <laughs> Off the shelf, anyways. <laughs> exactly. So even having enough quantity to fulfill all the entire orders sometimes was a struggle and some of them you know we had that Amish wheelbarrow company That's right. for a period of time and I don't know the entire story but they've quit making that line of That's a bummer. of wheelbarrow cuz that was a neat if you were one that ended up ordering and got a I still tr- use mine almost every day. <laughs> three wheel wheelbarrow which was a great idea so but that's a, a market opportunity for someone else to pick up but any Right, we we focus heavy on American made. Not all of them are. Uh, some of the materials, especially in our some of the gloves we offered, aren't sewn here in the U.S. And you can actually hear a little bit more about that in our last hour. We were talking cotton with the Arizona Farm Bureau, and that podcast is at RosieOnTheHouse.com. One more of the digital elements we have. But uh, this week we're actually focusing on the Earth Talent shovel. It was one that is now being manufactured. Well, I don't know where it's manufactured, but I know the company that bought it's out of Canada. But the we, the shovel itself is called the Earth Talon, and it was— You have to ask yourself. The shovel's basically been shaped the same way for the last several hundred years. How can you improve on a shovel? 
It and you look at it, and my first thought, because we we've got to product test these all, and a lot of times the thought behind it and what it's looking to achieve is great, but it may take the fifth or sixth or seventh revision or modification before we get it perfected. Well, this Earth Talon shovel, think of a typical, not not flathead, but like a round point shovel. Yep, number two scoop shovel, and Dig, digging shovel. It's perfectly symmetrical. You've got a little lip on the left and the right for your foot to press down, and it's completely symmetrical all the way down to the point. Well, on the Earth Talon, if you're looking at it from the digging perspective on top, the right side of the shovel actually curves in before the left side. So it leaves a separation in the point and creates a very sharp edge that allows you it's for like deeper a, penetration. Like a talon. And like an eagle's talon. And it was developed by a guy in Chino Valley who just got tired of digging through the hard caliche <laughs> he was messing with and developed this. And they've actually, the, the next phase now that we now have in our e-store, they've got a couple ridges that have been pressed into the mold for enhanced strength on that talon side. So it's the earth talon shovel. And there's three different varieties. There's a pro series fiberglass handle. And I will tell you, I was reluctant to do fiberglass because I've got a fiberglass shovel. And if after a certain number of years of use, uh, I could not figure out why my hands, in particular between my thumb and my finger, was constantly rashed. And for whatever reason, at no point that had anything to do with that rash, I started using a wood shovel. And then I went back to the fiberglass one, and immediately my hand rashed yeah. up. I thought, it's the fiberglass. It is. Wearing off into my skin. So, but the Pro Series handle on the this Earth Talon, both gripping points and the end have a rubber protective wrap on top. So if you keep it inside a out of the direct sun in your garage or, or work tool shed, whatever, and you only use it occasionally on that side, it will last a really long time. It's it's the direct sunlight being left out that starts deteriorating that. The, U, the UV on the fiberglass. Mm -hmm. so, and then there's a small-handled one yeah. that's about half the length. I actually keep these in my truck. In yeah. my truck. Dig it out. And then we've got a traditional standard wood-handled earth talon as well. Well, that's just the story of one product that you could find in the e-commerce store at Roselle House. Now, on air, I'd like to ask Romy a question so it could be recorded live and we have it documented. What are we going to do with all that stuff that we test and we're not going to put it in the e-store? We just send it back to the manufacturer. Well, what's all in the back of that storage room at the office? Can can we just kind of push that into a trash can somewhere? Because <laughs> we are asked to test a lot, a lot of stuff, and a lot of it never makes it past our trash can. It just, uh, no, sorry. Can't put our name on this. Not going to recommend that. No way this is going to end up on our e-commerce store. So we have a little collection. Needs to be cleaned out. Need to get my, I need to get my cabinet shop back. More when we get back at Rosie on the House.
Now, regardless of uh, what you went through this week, there's nothing like a little Rosie on the house and Marshall Tucker that'll put a little tap in your toe, a little grin on your face, a little sparkle in your eye. Come on in and join us. Boy, that sounds good. Gary, let her roll. Right, I'd like to take a couple minutes here, uh, let y'all know the lines are open at one 767 4348 if speaking there's anything lines, you want to talk about. Speaking of lines, we had a comment from Victor from Tucson. Just wanted us to know with the problem with the, he was listening on, on the conversation about the tools roaming and the fiberglass bothering your hands and just the fact that the UV rays is what breaks that down and makes it so uncomfortable and splintery feeling. But he said he takes all of his shovels and anything wooden like that and sprays it with shellac. Yeah. Says it'll buy you 10 years on your shovel. It does. It does. And as aggravating as those little fiberglass shavings can be, they're not near as aggravating as that wood splinter mm. that goes in the palm of your hand and comes out about three inches <laughs> up your forearm. Ouch. <laughs> I last oh, two, maybe three weeks ago now, my wood handle Corona tree loppers, the handle busted, split right in half. And I've been really happy with them, but I was at Stoats Equipment and saw steel had metal handle ones. Yeah, baby. So I haven't got to break them in yet, but but I'll have a comparison from the Corona to the steel. The first thing I noticed, though, when you open the steel loppers to full width, you get at least a half inch wider of a bite than you could on those Corona ones. Oh. So you can get a bigger branch. close, yeah. (laughs) I like that. Do you remember, Romy, the the Las Vegas um, hardware shows we like to go to? They one year they had that tape that's so good that when you break something, Fi- remember how Fiberflex. strong that was really great stuff. So when you break something right in half, you could put it right back together. That'd buy you some years too. It it would, and you Fiberflex. I think it's local, right? It, well, the it inventor here. was, mm-hmm. yeah, and. I've used it on a number of things. I didn't think about trying it on a splintered wood handle. Uh, maybe maybe that and then the shellac. I, I think I already <laughs> threw it away. I, I think I think Stan actually field tested it on a crack shovel in the remodeling company. It worked really well. It, it's incredible stuff. It is incredible. It's, it's stuff. a yeah. I have I keep extra at the house. It comes in different widths, like half one inch, two inch, four inch, and you soak it in water, and it's an epoxy coating that's on. This mesh that you would think of when you're doing drywall taping. And you've got the paper versus the mesh one. And you stick it in there and you get it wet and you wrap it around whatever two pieces you're trying to bond. And you squeeze it real tight and rub your hand over it. And that way the epoxy just completely coats everything. And, man, five minutes later. It's an incredible product. Yeah. It really is. So. What I haven't been now. This isn't what you see on TV, where the guy with water. Every time you turn on the TV, there's that infomercial. That guy, it even works with water. It doesn't. <laughs> no, he puts a strip of tape, um, on a plexiglass tub that water's pouring out of. I try to put it on a leaking hundred gallon. Uh, Rubbermaid tub, one of the horse watering stations that had just developed a crack and was leaking. And this stream that's coming out in the commercial is 
a, a lot stronger than this little trickle drip that was coming out of this horse trough. Couldn't get it to work. Wouldn't, the, wouldn't it here? Hey, let me let me take a minute and talk a little bit about some of the questions I'm answering at the office all week long. And people uh, are constantly calling us and asking us to come out and look at remodeling projects. Now, I will say, when we dried it out <laughs> and put a new piece of tape on it, that stuck. And that's been about four weeks, and it's still there holding right. water tight. But it didn't work in the stop quote, flowing water. It, did, it, didn't it didn't stop flowing water. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> okay, just to be perfectly clear. <laughs> well, as I was saying, we, we take a lot of calls at the office during the week. A, a, a lot of my time is spent on the phone. A lot of time. And it's talking to homeowners who are exasperated or frustrated about how they're being treated by a particular contractor. As a matter of fact... One of our designers were at a, a remodeling call just the other day, and they pointed across the street, and they said, now see that house remodel being done over there? That was a four-week project that started last November, and the second contractor's in there now tearing out most of the work that the first contractor installed and never finished. And those are just, a, that's just one story uh, of of the nightmares you can get involved in if you make the wrong selection of contractors in remodeling. And I talk people through just a real simple little step. Uh, you know, our referral network is not exclusive. I like you homeowners to have a couple people to talk to in each category. Everybody's going to have a different solution, not saying one's more right than the other for any particular dilemma or project that you may be thinking about. So we like you to have a couple qualified choices, knowing that you cannot choose a bad contractor at the Rosie on the House Referral Network. And what we like for you to do is talk to a couple of them, and as you're interviewing, and I'm going I'm to limit this conversation to just the remodeling contractors. And if you go outside the Rosie on the House network, it's especially important that you use this buyer's guide. It's Rosie's How to Choose a Contractor Consumer Guide. It's at rosieonthehouse.com. You can find it. And I would encourage you to have the contractors meet you two or three different times. One of the things I like to tell people to do is, you know, if you're contemplating a bathroom remodel, Go to some of the places that showroom bathroom fixtures and ask them, what remodelers are y'all working with the longest, the most consistently that you hear good things about? You know, if you're going to be doing a, a um, uh, bathroom expansion, go to some of the, the tile showrooms. And Although we're not doing very much tile in bathrooms anymore, we were talking to somebody who we were talking to, Drew from Rebath the other day, he says, you know, people think they want tile, but when we get out there and talk to them, they really don't want tile. They, they don't want the grout. They don't want the maintenance. There's just too many other products out there that are so much lower maintenance than tile right now. But get a couple names of contractors and make appointments. And, and I would tell you to make the first appointment at, at your house and make sure they show up on time. In this interviewing process, the contractor should consider this like you're dating, right? And so how many of you 
have dated someone that had just a couple little wrinkles in their character, but you were sure if you married them, you could fix all that later, right? Well, you don't want to you don't want to play that game in picking your contractors. If they can't show up on time for the interview process, if they can't show up on time for the dating process, I promise you, once you sign that contract, it isn't going to get better. If they couldn't show up on time for the estimate and for the first meeting, they're never going to show up on time to get the job done and to get it finished. So we like you to have that first meeting on the site where the work will be done. And your homework, you probably ought to be thinking about what it is that's driving this desire to remodel. Is it some traffic pattern in the house that's not working? Is it some plumbing fixtures that aren't working? Is it deferred maintenance that now needs to be taken care of? What's the driver? And have that itemized in priority to your desires as to how you'd like it taken care of. Meet the person have them walk through the project, and if they ask you what your budget is, you should disqualify them immediately. It's none of their business what your budget is, okay? You need to tell them, here's what I think needs to be done. Here's how I'd like it done. Here's what I'd like it to be when it's finished. Then if there are if that contractor you're interviewing is worth their salt at all, they ought to be able to take a couple minutes, think their way through the project, and turn around and tell you what your budget should be. And you can take it from the word of experience, whatever you have set in your mind as the budget to get this project done. The right budget is probably that budget in your mind multiplied times two. And that or three. Or, or three. Four. <laughs> <laughs> that is just what we have found going out on literally dozens of sales calls and estimates and interviews a week. Uh, we don't ever like to ask you what your budget is. You just tell us what you want done. And then we will tell you at our at our firm, we will tell you, okay, for what you want, for it to get done rosy right, this is the investment level you're going to need to be at. Are you comfortable? You're not. Many times people aren't comfortable with how much it's going to cost to get it right, installed, the first time, on time. <laughs> so we politely bow out of the process. Now, once you have this meeting on site at the house and you've told them what you want done and they have given you budget parameters, then you you can probably eliminate, if you're interviewing three, you can probably eliminate one of them now because uh, they you didn't like the price they gave you, uh, they showed up late, or they didn't show up prepared. So now we're down to maybe just one or two. Ask if you could meet them at their office. Now, a lot of small contractors' office is the front of their F-150 or 250 pickup truck, and that's okay, as long as it's neat and organized. If there are fast food bags on the floor, if there's three years' worth of receipts stacked up on the dashboard, if it's messy, if it's if, if it's an unclean truck, that's exactly what your job is going to look like, all right? 
So go take a look at their office. See how they take care of their facility. And then third, if you're going to set up a third meeting, I would tell you go set up a third meeting at a very recent customer's home. Find someone this contractor recently completed a project with and go meet them at that home. Or better yet, go meet them on a job that's currently in progress and check for the security fencing. Check for cleanliness. Check for how they're protecting the homeowner's possessions. Check to see how they've set up the dust screens and are keeping the construction zone totally and completely isolated so that it doesn't penetrate the rest of your home. Those are all just tips. But I can tell you, if you'll follow them, chances of you making a mistake and selecting that remodeling contractor go down to almost zero. And welcome back to Rosie on the House, or welcome if you're just joining us. Of the six stations that we broadcast on in Arizona, some of them are news-related, some are music-related, and there was a couple of our stations that have been covering the funeral of Senator McCain, and we were trying to decide, do well, do we just not do the show or do the show? And Well, we're here every Saturday, rain or shine, so we did the broadcast live. If you missed it, you can podcast that first two hours or two and a half hours at rosieonthehouse.com. Uh, it's got the link right there when you mouse over homeowner resources, a little drop-down menu comes and you see radio podcast as your second option and then click on today's date gary will have the audio links up uh, within about an hour and a half two hours all right yeah. very good we had a great hour uh talking fitness at the beginning what rosie refers to as aps behind from sitting inside staying out of the heat all summer long eating dinner at 8 30 at night because <laughs> because that's when your peak time that's is, right yeah that's right uh, Julie Murphy with the Arizona Farm Bureau was in at 8 o'clock with a local farmer, Paco Alteron, and had a great hour talking about cotton. Uh, and they join us the first Saturday of every month. If you have our home maintenance calendar and you're expecting to hear about chilies, that is my fault. Um, <laughs> I got chilies and cotton chilies, months reversed. Chilies, cotton. Uh, the goal with that <laughs> is to always pick what's in harvest at this time. And chilies are in harvest right now, so we added a great recipe that Mom and Jan uh, still did a recipe for chilies on. Uh, the cotton month that was supposed to happen in November happened now, but the reason for that is cotton in parts of Arizona is being harvested now. They're doing it earlier in Yuma, as we learned in the cotton hour, and uh, it'll be closer into November where it was originally scheduled. <laughs> it was just you know, a lack of checking the details. It was one of those interesting crops Kind of like corn, you can hard be harvesting it for months somewhere the throughout trail. the state of Arizona. So my fault. I apologize for reversing those, but we'll still get to chilies in November where they were where cotton was supposed to be. So on our home maintenance calendar for your home to dos, and this is a great one if you're a member of the Home Zada Digital Home Maintenance that we have brought to our listeners here in the great state of Arizona. It was something we had actually started to build ourselves and in doing product research for it, I say product, doing technology research for it because uh, it is a digital home maintenance uh, app, we ran across this home Zada and we started studying. And they said, well, 
they're doing exactly what we're building, and they're already experts at building technology-based platforms. So let's just partner with them instead because they've already got the resources we're looking for. It was a great find. And so what Romy and I were trying to do and what Romy was kind of brainstorming is, is how can we digitally automize our home maintenance? Uh, what, what happens if we don't remember to do a regularly scheduled maintenance issue one particular spring or fall? Well, and then how about if we got it to where it automatically reminded us, but how about if our home automatically started calling our Rosie certified contractors? So we took it to step one with this home zone. Yeah, this, this isn't going to make right. any phone calls. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll get there. But this is step one. And it's home inventory. It's, it's home maintenance scheduling. It's a fantastic software. And it's you can share as much or a little about your home as you want, just whatever you need to accomplish what you're working on. Uh, so, f- for example... Our to-do this week was checking your irrigation, uh, especially if you're going to be uh, transitioning yeah. from a summer lawn to a winter lawn. Your lawn irrigation, if you've got spots in your yard where uh, it's not as green as the other, that's a very good indication that you've got a head that's not working well. Well, it may be good enough to kind of limp along and semi-green your Bermuda grass, but that's not going to help germinate any rye, especially if you're not going to be mulching over it. A lot of cases, and and ours we do about every other year. One year I'll do straight seed, and the next year I'll put a mulch cover on it, and then next year dry back and forth. Drip irrigation is another big part of it. Uh, so you can get that link at rosyonthehouse.com. Run through your irrigation schedule. Next hour, we're going into our topic-driven hour, and it is Landscape Month here at Rosie on the House, so we'll be talking about the great landscapes you can go see for ideas 